Uncover and Elevate is the next evolution of Liberate Your People Pleaser. I'm Brenda Florida, Certified Life Coach, and after coaching hundreds of clients, I am unapologetically clear on this. People pleasing is a symptom with a deeper cause. Being in a toxic relationship or career and feeling trapped has a deeper cause. Avoiding difficult conversations has a deeper cause. Self-sabotage, imposter syndrome, confusion, feeling insecure, all have a deeper cause. In Uncover and Elevate, we are going to look under the hood every week to uncover what the deeper causes are that shape our lives, including the ones that make breaking a pattern, even one we want to break, so hard. Then we will elevate our lives with tools designed to transform those deeper causes and deal with the symptoms. Join me each week as we uncover and elevate our lives. And now, here's this week's episode of Uncover and Elevate. I'm Brenda Florida, Certified Life Coach, and I'm so glad you're here with me today. I want to talk about this whole concept of elevating. I changed the podcast name from Liberate Your People Pleaser to Uncover and Elevate for a really intentional reason. It wasn't just a rebrand or some great idea I had at some point. It was that I could see from the clients who were coming to me and the people who were following me that what I was talking about, how I was helping clients in their lives was really so much bigger than simply the issue of people pleasing. And that really in every way, what we were doing was uncovering what our blocks, our hurdles, the people pleasing part, right? Like all those kind of symptoms that all of us have. I have them, you have them, we all have them. The question is whether or not we want to uncover them. And so I did a great free worksheet. It's in the show notes, uncover, um, un, it's called under the hood because it's like checking under the hood of your car, right? So that we can uncover what is sort of getting in our way. That um, worksheet has a couple of my favorite tools that I've used with clients forever and still do to help them sort of see through what is tripping them up. Like it's not enough to just know I'm being a people pleaser or, you know, what it is exactly. We've got to go a little deeper and see what's causing that so we can start to change that stuff. That's the liberation piece. So you can check out the free worksheet and get more about that. And also um, probably the first episode that we did here as the new Uncover and Elevate was about that. Today, I wanna talk about the elevate part. What does that really mean? And is it just gonna mean a whole nother list of things you need to do, right? I'm a little, I'm weary myself of all the self-improvement, quote unquote. <laughs> I'm weary of, all the things I'm supposed to do, everything, all the morning habits, the, you know, diet habits, you know, by diet, I don't mean like being on a diet. I mean, like eating well. Um, and 
the supplements that maybe you feel like you need to take every day and the exercise you need to get every day. And uh, if you heard one of my, I don't know if I did it as a reel or an Instagram live, I had a whole rant one day about every day and how I don't do anything every day. I hate every day. I hate the idea of having to do it every day. Even if it's something I want to do, I don't want to have to do it every day. I do brush my teeth and shower every day. You know, there's a few things. Um, but by and large, I tend to be resistant and rebellious against things that have to be done every day. So I'm really curious, and you can tell me in the comments or email me or DM me, whatever you want to do. If the idea of elevating your life is sort of feels like a double-edged sword to you, like love the idea, but oh, it's just going to mean more things I need to do. So first of all, let's dispel that. While I won't pretend that at some point it will include things to do. I don't like to think of it as more things to do. I think what happens when we elevate what I find in my own life and as I've coached lots of people over the last few years, as we are elevating our lives, we're also letting go of a lot of things. So I'm adding things that I'm doing, but I'm also taking away things that I used to do. I'm adding, prioritizing, taking care of myself. I'm eliminating doing too much for other people. So it's more like changing your to-do list or, you know, whatever's on your mind, then it is adding to it. So even in my case, um, some of you may have heard me talk about this in other arenas, but I have, um, my mother is old, she's 89. And she fell a couple of weeks ago and isn't recovering very well from it. So she's been in like nursing home. You know, she needs 24 seven care. She can't get out of bed um, by herself, you know, so that's just been, and it happened very suddenly. I mean, she wasn't running around the block before she fell. Uh, but, you know, as is the case often, you know, she was like kind of fine one day and then she was just in the kitchen and lost her footing and fell down. So there was no warning, like all of a sudden we went from one day she's living with my sister and they have a little unskilled, well, that's not a nice way to say it, um, not our ends, but, you know, a home, you know, care person that comes a few hours a day, a couple days a week and all that was going fine. And then all of a sudden the next day she needs 24 seven skilled nursing care. So that's been a big disruptor in my life. And I, it triggers a lot of emotions. It triggers a lot of thoughts about my own process of aging, how my mother sort of put herself in this position by spending the last eight years wanting to do nothing but sit in a recliner and our bodies are not really made for that, you know, and I can sometimes have that same tendency. So it's, it's really pushed a lot of buttons for me as any of you who have aging parents or parents whose health is failing and you're having to care for them, however old they are, it doesn't matter. Like it just, uh, it just triggers a lot of stuff about our own mortality, about our childhood, about what kind of parents they are, all those kinds of things, all perfectly normal. What I have to be careful about, and this is the part where I am elevating, is that I don't let that just consume me. And it can between the texts, you know, between my sisters and I, I don't have to deal with the actual caretaking part of it. My sister, God bless her, she is a saint, does all that. 
and has like the medical legal, you know, decision-making with my mom and things like that. But of course I want to be supportive to my mom. I want to be supportive to my sister that's caring for her. And there's another sister. So there's a lot going on there, even though I'm not the primary person. And here's what I've had to watch so that I can keep myself in this energetic state of elevation. Okay. Is that I don't go so far in trying to quote unquote, help all them that I lose track of taking care of myself, that I start skipping things that I would normally do for myself and skipping them over and over. Like, of course, there are times we extend ourselves, we inconvenience ourselves, we put something of our own on the back burner to go do something for someone else. Those are things that happen, but they should be one-offs, right? Not the normal thing. When you're caught in, I'm always extending myself for somebody else and I'm not taking care of the things I need to be taking care of for myself. I'm not eating the way I want to eat. I'm not getting to the gym anymore or walking like I want to walk or, you know, whatever it is you do to care for yourself. I'm not taking time in meditation because, and here's what started happening to me because I tend to meditate and journal in the morning but that means I typically wake up about two to three hours before I have my first appointment. Well, all of a sudden I wasn't sleeping good. So I was staying awake in the night for sometimes a couple hours before I would go back to sleep. So then I would sleep late, which was great. I'm really grateful I had the ability to do that. But then I would only have maybe an hour before my first appointment. And by the time I grab a cup of coffee and get my makeup on and do my hair and get myself dressed like an hour is gone. So I was just not having that time to myself. Well, again, a day here or there, no big deal. Like I said, I don't want to have to do anything every day anyway. So I can handle that. We can all handle interruptions like that in the short term. But when it goes on for weeks, that's a whole nother story. Now I have to figure out, okay, how can I elevate caring for myself and still show up for my mom in a way that feels good to me may not be as much as my mom wants. I don't even know if, if it's as much as my sisters want. I'm not asking. I am measuring what I can give. And if I felt like, or was concerned that it maybe wasn't enough, I might go ask that question, but actually it is my sister's responsibility also to ask me for what she wants. So one of the things that happens when we get really caught in people pleasing is that we feel like we have to ask, like if you seem mad at me, I need to ask, is something wrong, you know, or are you having a bad day or what I need to find out if I've done something to upset you or you need me to do something to make you feel better. Well, that's actually not true. It's actually each person, including ourselves. It's only our responsibility to ask for the help we need or to let somebody know uh, if we're upset at them or something. So it is not your job to go find out, does somebody need more of you? Because somebody's going to always say, yes, my mother will always want more from me. So I'm not going to ask her that question. I'm going to give her what I can feel like I can give without depleting myself. And 
So that becomes the elevation. That's how I'm elevating my life and my day-to-day experience is to keep sort of an eye on that, to keep, to stay tuned into myself and be like, well, okay. So today I didn't get a lot of time to myself. I didn't get to the gym like I had intended to. I didn't, you know, whatever. So tomorrow I'm going to make sure that happens. Or maybe you get off for a few days and there comes that moment where you say, okay, now I have got to prioritize myself. And if somebody asks something of me today, I had somebody yesterday, a friend, I have a lot of friends because I've moved so much and I've lived in a lot of different places. I have a lot of friends, almost all my friends live outside of California where I live and most all of them are in different time zones than I'm in. So it sort of can make connecting a challenge, right? With the time zone and everybody's busy schedule. And I have a friend who I love dearly and I hadn't talked to her for a week or two who wanted to talk yesterday. And I just knew I had to say no. I knew I needed that time to myself. And yes, I had my moment of feeling bad. And yes, I considered just saying, oh, sure, she wants to talk, I'll talk. And then I said, no, I know that I need solitude today. I need to take myself to the beach. I need to listen to a guided meditation so I can get grounded in my connection to my divine nature, to the truth of who I am. I need self-care, self-love. And so even though it was a little bit hard, I said, no, actually today's not a good time for me to talk. Um, I hope you have a great afternoon and, you know, maybe we can touch base next week or whatever. And it felt so good. That was elevating. So I didn't add doing something to my day yesterday. I took away something so that I could make room for what I needed. So that's how I w- I'm going to encourage you to think about this idea of elevating our lives and elevating our self-care and elevating our self-love. It's not that I have to do everything I was doing for everybody else, plus now add these things for me. It is actually the call to start letting go of some of the things we've been doing for other people and letting go of the idea that we're supposed to be doing that, that we're dropping the ball somehow or the guilt feeling that tends to come up when we decide to say no. And I know that that's not easy. That's what, I mean, a lot of people that come to me for coaching, that's what we work on week to week is that guilt. How do we let go of that guilt? Um, How do we get in a mindset that allows us to say, actually, I am as important as my failing mother is. I mean, I just use the word failing because I don't know, physically she's diminishing, right? So if I am as important as she is, then that must mean that somehow, sometimes I need to be saying yes to myself. And in fact, I need to be watching that, that there's a balance in it. If I'm as important as my children, I don't care how small or grown your children are, then I have to prioritize myself enough 
so that which may mean saying no to them sometimes or getting help from somebody else a friend uh you know, a spouse, if you have one, or, you know, somebody who lives with you that helps with the parenting or their other parent who lives away from you or whatever it is, hire the damn people. I don't care. Uh, barter, you know, this is where we get friends to come over so I can have a break. Then I'll go watch yours so you can have a break. You know, there's always a way. What happens is we don't normally think of it. What happens is we're so conditioned, especially as women, but I know not everybody who listens to this is a woman, um, but most of us are very conditioned to say in our own minds, whether we're, we are aware we're saying it or not, when we look back, we realize we just told ourselves whatever's going on for them, the, the person or people who want me, need me, is more important than what I need. And what I'm here to tell you is that elevating our lives means that we start changing that equation, that we start giving to ourselves and prioritizing ourselves and letting go of some of the guilt, letting go of some of those other things we thought of as responsibilities, even when big things are happening in life, like a parent who's in a full-time care facility, um, or, you know, maybe living with you. And, you know, so we all have these kinds of things. Elevating our lives is about how we choose to live in it. And in some way, shape or form, every client that I have is using their time with me to help me help them navigate that. And I can't give you a good cookie cutter answer because and that's the beauty of one-on-one -on -one coaching is that for each person, it's a, it's unique because you are unique and your life is unique. And even if you have a parent that's also failing in their health, like how you need to handle it and how I need to handle it are going to be ever so slightly different. Or the trick that works for me to let go of guilt doesn't work for you. We've got to find another one, you know? So that's what I love about one-on-one -on -one coaching is it allows us to explore all those different things. For today, for this podcast, what I will leave you with is just that, as far as like handling the guilt, one of the best little tips or tricks that I use for this is realizing that I cannot serve anybody else once I get to a point where I'm very depleted. I need to have my own cup full before I can give to others. And so in taking care of myself, I am allowing myself to then take care of someone else or contribute to someone else in the future. So even though, and I don't get caught up in the fact that it may not feel good in the moment, right? It did not feel good to me. It was hard for me to tell my friend no yesterday. And I did it anyway, right? Like I was aware enough that yes, I was struggling with the, that. And yes, there was a part of me that just wanted to say, sure, you know, let's talk in five minutes or whatever. That's the people pleaser side of me, but I am done with having her rule my life. I will go through the momentary discomfort of saying, nope, can't talk today so that I can have the hours and hours of joy and relaxation and recentering with myself that I got to have at the beach. And so 
being able to sort of talk yourself through that and allow yourself to go through that discomfort and come out the other side into the joy and making a habit of that and realize and remembering that the next time it comes up, oh no, I remember when I said no and took care of myself, I ended up feeling so good. I was able to give more the next day or whatever it is. Then that's what's gonna talk you through saying no the next time you need to say no. So I'm really curious what you think about this. I don't want you to feel like elevating your life is just like more things you have to do. It is in fact like a shifting of the priorities, a shifting of the things um, so that you are not doing so much for others and you have more time for yourself. And those others will find their way. They will find their way to have somebody else help them or they'll get the help they need somewhere else or they'll do it themselves or whatever it is. It will, you know, part of it is trusting that, our higher power, the divine, or however you think of it, the universe is unfolding as it should. And it hasn't left my mother. You know, it's not like God just forgot I had a mother who needed help, right? I can let God take care of that. I can let the divine take care of that and know that in me taking care of myself, I'll be able to tune back in today. I mean, I still text my mom yesterday a couple of times, but not very much. Today, I was able to be much more engaged because I felt much, my cup felt so much fuller to go back to that metaphor today, instead of trying to give from an empty cup. So I really want to know what you think about this, how this um, might play out for you. If you want some help, please, please, please go to the show notes do one or both of the two of the things down there, which is get that un under the hood worksheet because that'll give you a couple good tools and then book that 15 minute call with me. I have openings this fall. The holidays are upon us. They're going to be here any minute at the recording of this. It's early November. And so it is all coming at us and there is no better time than now to get the support you need to elevate your life and end the year feeling elevated instead of depleted, where we so often can end the year at. So mwah, I love you guys. And I will see you in the next episode of Uncover and Elevate. Thank you for joining me for this week's episode of Uncover and Elevate. Check out the show notes for tons of great information and resources like if you're interested in being a guest on the podcast so we can uncover and elevate an issue in your life, just complete the form in the show notes. You can follow me on Instagram at Brenda Florida Coach. You can work with me one-on-one -on -one or get additional information about one of my group or private retreats by completing the form in the show notes. And I would love it if you would share this episode on social and tag me. I'd also love for you to post a five-star review wherever you get your podcast. It makes such a big difference and will help others find the show. And I'll be incredibly grateful. This is Brenda Florida, Certified Life Coach, and I'll see you in the next episode of Uncover and Elevate.